you are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Boy. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left we have... Henley. Boudreaux. Garoth and Lila. Roscoe. And Fenrir. All right, last time, the group found themselves out of the tournament. Roscoe tried pleading with the Duke, only to be shut down. Boudreaux confessed his dad was, is here, and that he doesn't want to meet him. Garotha ha- had a meeting with her dad and has asked for help getting them into the Duke's party. So, where we left off, you guys are outside the stadium, kind of discussing what to do next. As you guys are discussing what to do next, a f- dwarf walks up to you. Boudreaux, you would recognize this dwarf. This dwarf, <laughs> you know him to be a friend of your father's, uh-huh. <laughs> and he actually runs the Iron Hills Guild up here in Avalon for your father while he's at in uh, Hill Tudor. Uh-huh. <laughs> His name is Thrun Ironbeard. His beard is thick and black and covers his entire torso. But he approaches the group specifically to Roscoe. I'll snap. Good evening, or I should say good morning. How are you today, my my young halfling? Doing well, and yourself? I am I'm doing very well. Well, I will cut to the chase, get right to the business of things. My name is Thrun Ironbeard, and I am here on behalf of my employer, Dwal. He is the owner of the Iron Hills Guild, and he has particular interest in what you have said recently in in the tournament, you know. He would like to meet with you. All right. Okay. Well, come this way. Come this way. I'll take you there. Um, can, can these guys come with me or just me or... Are they are they all part of the, the They're all part of my party, yeah. We're all here on the same same goal. Ah, of course, of course. Yep, follow me. Follow me. Hold on, hold on. This is in behalf of Dwal. Well, correct. And he is uh, he is the owner of the Iron Hills Guild. And the Iron Hills Guild is They are a supply company. They deal with mines and getting them supplies and also transporting the said goods from those mines back and forth. And also they deal with finding employment for those miners. If they run out of work in a mine, he finds new locations for them. Do they have anything to do with Mendrick? I will let Dwal do that, because I believe that is what it is about. They do not get along. Oh, they don't get along. Well, if they don't get along, sign me up. (laughs) Right. You would be glad to hear it, but I... Yes, let's go have a conversation first. Let's let's go. Did you have something there, Elsie? I'd like to stealth away. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and roll for it. I rolled a 19, 20, 21, 22. A 22. Yeah, I rolled real high. (laughs) Can I roll to see if I notice him going away? Like... Anybody who wants to, you can. I feel like as long as you're not distracted, we'd know... Right, you guys are kind of focused on this. I'm going to assume that I wouldn't just because he's talking directly to me. Yep, fair enough. So, I did not roll high enough. So if you roll higher than what Elsie rolled, then you spotted her. <laughs> I got a 21. Oh, <laughs> so almost. Like, there's a weird noise going on behind me, but I can't quite place it. Boudreaux just kind of is like, I got a 7. Fenrir got a 7. Lila Garatha got a 21. Can I... I don't know, because I'm Garatha. Never mind. I was going to see if I could roll with advantage, because, like, if I was Lila, Lila's always got an eye on Boudreaux, but I'm Garatha, so I don't really care. (laughs) Henley, did you roll as well? Yeah, as not high enough. Okay. (laughs) And I would would like to still be able to watch them, Mm -hmm. so let me know if I need to roll again to stealth or whatever, because I want to keep with them and stay with them. Okay, staying in the distance, but... Keeping yeah. an eye on him. I'm naturally not necessarily the most trusting person. Can I do an insight check on this dude to see if I get anything kind of shifty off of him? 
Yeah, go ahead. I do not see anything shifty with the <laughs> veil. Oh, no. I believe I'm 100%. Like, what a nice man. <laughs> I'm putting these dice away. <laughs> dice prison. Okay. They come with their own dice prison. Okay, you guys continue following uh, Thrun. He takes you to this place, and the symbol on the on the top is a pick and an axe. Uh, sorry. The symbol on the door, the sign above the door, is a pick and a hammer in a cross shape in front of a mine entrance. He will be right inside. And this is not the same place that I passed when I was going up to see my blacksmith friend, right? Mm, I'm trying to... You described no. another one, but I don't think yes. it's this one. It I is. Thought... I did describe it earlier, and it is the same is, one. Okay. Yeah. It is a very similar one. Okay. Okay. He is inside. Here. Enter, enter, and he opens the door for you. And he's like, Dwal, I have brought your guests. I'm going to enter kind of, you know, questionably, and I'm going to look at uh, um, Fenrir here and be like, who's all coming in with me? (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) He hits his foot on the door. (laughs) I'd like to come in if that's possible. You are all welcome. You are all welcome. Great. So we'll just go in and I'll walk in and he's is the Thrun. Yeah, Thrun. Thrun with mm-hmm. an N. Yes. Okay. He's just sitting right right there, right? He has the door open. Okay. He's kind of just gesturing you inside. Okay. And Dwal's just right inside. Correct. He's sitting at a table. This guy, he has his hair slicked back, kind of like a greasy slicked back, and he has a decently sized beard, but it is well kept and kind of on the shorter side for a dwarf okay i as garatha don't recognize him at all or would i know you would you would know him because um he is a a merchant and deals with trade so your father does know him his home kind of base is in hiltudor where your dad is from and where garatha is from there around those areas so i probably would have in passing met him even if it was just like with Correct. He would have a lot of dealings with your dad. Okay. Because that deals with um what's my trade. Now that I can see him mm-hmm. and I know who he is, what's my what's my impression of him? You know that he is a very strict businessman. Okay. He always gets his way, but he's known to also be a little lenient when it benefits him, if that makes sense. Hmm. So if it's gonna if it's something that not necessarily right now is going to benefit him, but will in the future, he's going to roll with it a little bit more? Correct. Okay. If he sees a benefit further down the road, right. yeah. He'll take a loss here, but the For bigger the win will be down okay. yonder. Do I know anything outside of the professional side? Like, have I heard anything he about his, him or his, the clan that he's from? Anything like that? He is from the Iron Helm right. clan. He keeps his personal life personal. Okay. It's all business with him. Okay. So I wouldn't have heard any rumors or anything like that? No, that's about okay. all you would know. Cool. So I'm going to hang back. Like, I'm, I want to go inside, but I'm going to hang back just a little bit back by the door. Uh, not that he would recognize me, but I'm just on edge. Henley's back it. there as well. Okay. Kind of observing. Mm-hmm. Observing the room. Okay, so uh, I'm Roscoe. He's just going to walk in, and as um, Dwal, right? Dwal? Correct. Was looking for him. He's going to you know, walk up to the desk and give him a kind of a courteous bow, like, hi, I'm here, but he's not going to say anything. He's going to let Dwal engage in the conversation first. He is the Dwal. The <laughs> 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 <Da> Wall. <laughs> okay, Fenrir, what are you doing? Um, I'm just going to kind of go up with Roscoe. Boudreaux, would it be fair to say that you're staying about 20 feet behind the group, or are you staying back further? Uh, 20 feet. 20 feet, okay. So you see them enter the Iron Hills Guild. Yeah. The door is starting to close. Uh-huh. What do you want to do? Do <laughs> a barrel roll. <laughs> I mean, my first instinct was like, thaumaturgy, and the door just goes, <laughs> I mean, you do um, what you want. 
I don't know. I'm trying to think. Sorry. I wonder how worried Boudreaux would be. How worried might Boudreaux be at this moment? <laughs> well, you have stated in the past that you don't want to meet your dad. You don't want to see your dad. Yeah. But my friends. But now your entire but now your party friends is are in, front in there him. with him. Which I'm and not did, too scared. And Fenrir did mention in the previous episode that he might have recognized. He me. might have recognized you. So um, add that on top of the. Let me ask this: okay. How secure and dark? How many windows and stuff? Like, is this an open building or more of a closed one? The there's the door, and then there's two, probably about a three by three windows on the side of each frame of the door. Mm-hmm. And you can see in. Yes, you can see in. Okay, uh, I'm not horribly worried, I guess. So Budro will um, uh, maybe hang around where he can see through the windows. Okay. Um, as you, we'll start the conversation. I want you to roll me a stealth to see how sneakily you're peeking into the room. I will ask you for that when the time comes. Yes, sir. Yes. Would I have recognized, considering that I'm the one that's kind of kept numbers previously i want to do a head check just like count one two like you know mom once, with lots of kids one, i think two, it'd three, be four. obvious like once the door starts closing it's like wait a minute we're missing somebody okay i think at that point yeah it's pretty obvious that okay so i don't want to necessarily like raise suspicion or anything but i'm just going to kind of look around and try and keep an eye out and that is just totally decided before he said, she said what she said okay <laughs> I'm still going to be oblivious to it. I'm face-to-face with Dude Man. Okay, so. that, is, that is fine. Okay, so he, he was sitting at his desk, and you approached, and he stood up. And he reaches out his hand, and he's like, The name is Dwal Ironhelm. I, I understand that you come from the Hollow. Uh, yes, we do. I assume that Mendrick is there. Uh, when we left, yes, he was. Is he the one causing you any problems well, that you speak of? He's the one that's trying to buy it from us, and he also mm-hmm. sent out bounty hunters after us to prevent us from getting here, and pretty sure he's sabotaging stuff back there to make it stay in his, his favor. So, hmm. Well, that does sound like him. You... He's a man that will do anything in his power to... Persuade people to think the way he does. That's why he's become so wealthy so fast, I believe. May I ask how you know him? He is a competitor of mine. I like to keep tabs on those who are approaching in my domain. And and what exactly is your domain? Supplies, mostly. Dealing with mines, of course. And so when I heard that he had been missing for a while, I did some investigation, and I did find that he was... There, and he was looking to purchase those things. I do not want that to happen. Well, that makes six of us. So I'd like to propose a deal to you. Okay. I understand that there's problems with supplies there. Yes. And of course, I am in the mine, mining business. I offer you this deal. Help me... Buy the mines. You can keep the hollow to yourselves. I don't mind that. And I will give anybody there at the hollow a fair wage if they're willing to work there. And I want to be the sole supplier for the hollow as well. Well, there is a Maven Ricks. We do dealings with the Maven Ricks. That is perfectly fine. Is so... That's not our call. We, I mean, that's a conversation we'd have to have, but here's my, my immediate concerns if I'm allowed to, you know... Speak! Let's have this conversation and figure this out. Mendrick says he's going to... He wants to buy the hollow and the mines and everything that goes with it, and he's going to take care of everyone there and give them their jobs and all this fun stuff. I'm going to tell you the same thing that we've told him and we told everyone else that we've talked to about this issue. These people have fought for that town. They have died for that town. It is their town. It's their right to have that town. If you want to be involved, we're totally... I, I understand that. And, you know, if you're going to be a better option 
than Mendrick, that's great. But these guys don't want someone to just come in, like it's the same issue we were having with Mendrick, come in and just take over and turn it upside down. These guys, I mean, they've got a leadership going. They've got their own thing going. They're working on on the plateau out there and getting it, you know, fertilized and farmed and stuff so they can, you know, provide for themselves. So I'm sure having an, an excellent supplier such as yourself would be something they would be all for. But as long as I think the biggest concern for them, as well as my concern, is that they are able to live their lives the way that they choose. And they don't want some overseer stopping in. I know part of Mendrick's plan was either him or son-in-law. Yeah. I believe <laughs> to kind of oversee it and then, you know, be there nitpicking and, you know, making all this stuff. So I don't think they really have any claim care about the mines. They just want to survive. They want to have their own town and do their own stuff. Now, if that involves you putting them, them wanting to work in the mines and working for you, then that's an opportunity. That's a case by case scenario. But those are my concerns is I want the city to be able to be the city that they choose to be and not someone chooses to, to be for them. Yes, I understand your concern. All I mine is the mines. That's all I want control of. However, the people decide to run the city, that is their choice. Those who wish to work in the mines, that is their choice. I will employ the mines and get people working in the mines, whether they help or not. Supply-wise, my biggest concern is to get Mendrick out of there. And yeah, I don't think anyone would have an issue with that. He's robbing them blind. I mean, they're barely, barely making everything they bring in from the mines right now is going to pay Mendrick. That's the whole reason they're mining is to pay him. I am curious, however, um, what is what is so special about these mines? I mean, for the most part, they've been relatively abandoned, I thought, for some time. And now suddenly we've got multiple people showing interest in just the mines. Is there something special there or... These mines just hold a lot of wealth, but because of the location, it is very hard to get said wealth out of there. There's been rumors of these mines holding many different materials, iron, gold, silver, precious gems. It's just getting those things out that is the problem, because they're in the middle of a canyon. Absolutely. My goal is just to keep them out of the hands of Mendrick. And scout around a little bit myself, see if they're, they are worth anything, employ a few miners, dig around a little bit, and see if we can come up with a way to get them out. Technology in the mining business has grown quite a bit recently. Sir, if I may interject, I am curious as to why you don't want Mendrick there. Not that I want Mendrick there. Because I he's I don't approve of him. I don't like him. There's nothing there that I can see personally that is okay. But I want to know why you want to stop him other than it feels like more than just competition. Well, that's all it is. It is competition. He's been stepping over his bounds that he shouldn't be. Taking some and what custom th- clients of mine. Oh, so it's because he's pilfered your your people away from you. It hurts business. I understand. So any way that I could get back at him, you can see my reason. That, again, Roscoe, is not our place to make this decision. We came here just to help and try and get... Melissa Glonquest to not sell to Mendrick. However, I think that this is something that would probably be better discussed with Bellerin, the one that's like currently in charge of the hollow. Um, Whether he feels like it, it would be a better opportunity for them or not. And I'm curious, you said you wanted our help in acquiring said mines but how would we do that for for yeah, you we've literally just spent almost everything we have trying to win that competition as individuals i i can give you the, the last 12 silver that i have 
I think what? what he means is he needs an in with Aleem. Glongquest. Oh, he I don't even know if I have that. <laughs> I might have that for returning their trinket. Dude, explain myself a little bit more. My main goal is to get Mendrick out of there as the supplier. Once his little hands are out of there, even if he buys the mines, though I do want to purchase them, but even but if I can take over his supply chain, it'd be really difficult for him to maneuver his way around those mines. Which is the reason that I said I think that you should take that up with the people there. If we think that's a good idea, I'm sure that we'd be happy to help in any way that we could. But I don't know that, that it's necessarily our pace to make that sort of deal. It is will be a process, I understand, but I'm willing to make those steps. Roscoe's going to look back. He's like, just so you know, the current. I, are you aware of the current offer for the hollow and surrounding area? I am not. It's 100 platinum. He's willing to pay that much for... He's willing to pay that much. Now, is that something you can compete with? Because I'll be honest, right now, I, I'm on board to at very least push Mendrick out. I mean... Like, like Roth has said here, ultimately that is a conversation you will need to have with the people there. But if you're willing to have the conversation with them versus Mendrick, who's not, you're going to get a lot further. So we can get you in the door. I'll, we can, I'll turn around right now and go talk to um, the Glonquests and see, you know, see Miss Glonquest and see what she says if she's open for other offers. But I know you're going to have to at least match that probably. And he's looking to purchase the mine and the hollow, correct? Correct. She just wants to be... Well, she doesn't want to deal with it anymore. She feels like the land is cursed. I could see that. It has drained all her fortunes and her family fortunes. But, I mean, right now, with Aleem, the only thing she wants is to see the Duke. To get an audience with the Duke. And it sounds like if we do that, then she won't sell the Mendrick. Well, we don't know but, if she will or not. But it was her, one of her stipulations for even talking to us about that was to get an audience with the Duke. What happens after that is still up in the air. That's why we joined the competition to win a meeting with the Duke. Boudreaux, what'd you get on your stealth check? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. <laughs> you're kind of hearing off and on this conversation. Oh, okay. It's not very clear. It's like cutting in and out depending on who's speaking. Of course, you can hear Lila and Lila Garatha, and or sorry, Garatha and Henley pretty well because they're standing by the door. Yeah. You can hear your dad's voice pretty clear. Roscoe and Fenrir is kind of cutting in and out. Nice. Okay, so I'm hearing most of it. Correct. I may be able to have an inn to go see the Duke, if that is what you wish. It's not us. It's a lame that needs to see the Duke. We're, we're literally the middleman on all of this. You know, mm. we... we some of us have only been in the hollow for a couple of months. I, you know, I lived there, was there for six or seven months before we started out on this adventure. You know, we care about the people there. You know, it's become my home. I was a traveler a lot, you know, kind of traveling around, learning different stuff before that. But since then it's been, you know, just seems like it's been one thing after another, after another, just to get this far. And, and, you know, we finally met with Miss Glonquest after we got here and she's nuts. Mm-hmm. But when she's not nuts, she's very solid. And and her one request to start with was to not with the Duke. And then she went crazy again. So we have no idea what that audience is about, what she wants, what to go from there. My goal is to allow the hollow to be the hollow. And let them thrive and, and grow and prosper the way they choose to and not to have an overseer. So however you want to pursue that, if you are willing to, you know, go on that route, I'll be more than willing to work with you. But I don't. We don't need another, another Mendrick coming in and saying one thing and then 
skyrocketing prices on goods and saying, you know, we're going to take over the city and put this person in charge of it and do this and do that and everything. You know, we want, if you want the mines, fine, great. If Miss Glonquist will give them up and you'll help the city and, you know, the process, awesome. We just don't want Mendrick there. We just want the city to be able to be the city. And I can help you with that, of course. We could sign a contract and get things with this leader that you were talking about, this Bellerin. Bellerin. But he's just part of the council. It would have to be a council decision. Well, however the road we may take, I'm sure we could sign a contract and make sure that for everybody's ease of mind, that the prices will stay a certain price. Of course, after everything's tallied on the shipment and everything, but I can guarantee that my prices will be lower than Mendrick's for sure. A reasonable amount lower or like one copper lower? Once I find out what he is charging, then I will give you about a 20% lower than his. I think you might have to do slightly more than that. (laughs) He's been doing quite the pocket gouging out there because they had a harsh winter. Well, once I find out what he's been charging, we can discuss. More. As of right now, that is what I can offer. That, that's, it, it's a start, and we can work with that. As but, for the safety of the hollow and its dealings, I will stay out of them. As I said, I am not interested in owning a city. That is not my forte. I am a businessman, and I only want to focus on business. Being a businessman... And knowing your reputation, I'm sorry, Roscoe, if I'm stepping on your toes. However, with the family that I have, I do know this man's reputation professionally. Would it be, would you be willing to, I don't know, if she just wants to be done with all of it and is willing to sell the land, would you be willing to gift the land to the people in order to keep those mines? As well as being the, like the person who brings in the goods, would that be an option? If it comes down to that, then yes. Because I, I think that's the only way. As long way as that, it deals with Mendrick getting out of there. I think that might be the only way you will, a hundred percent, get Mendrick out of there. Can we go back to how you can get us a meeting with the Duke? I do have connections with. The council member there. Well, and didn't you have somebody in the competition? I do as well, correct. And I am pretty confident that he will make it far. I think, I mean, I will need, you obviously will need to, you know, step out and discuss this as a group, but I think your offer is reasonable. Um, we need we need to go talk to Miss Glonquist, but from, you know, to do that, I would need assurances from you that we can get her and at least one of us in to see the Duke. Because that's, that's, like I said, that's primarily her goal right now before we go any further with conversations is she wants, she needs to have some sort of an audience with the Duke. So if you can't grant that and help us with that, then I don't know what we can do together to make this work. It will take me time to contact the con the counselor, but I'm sure there will not be any problems with that. I can even get a private one with the Duke as well. For her? Have you met her? That's probably going to be the safest way to do it. Well, yeah, but we'll keep this for the conversation outside. We don't necessarily have to let him know that Aline's going to be there. But I will let you discuss that amongst yourselves. I will be in contact with my the council member, and we will see where we can go from there. Can I do an insight check on him? I just want to kind of see like if how I'm feeling because I know his reputation and I know things that are going on. But I want to see how like the feel that I'm getting off the conversation that we've had. I also would like to do one just to see if I can feel like he's being you know like sincere honest, and yeah. if he really is just out to get Mendrick or if he's got ulterior motives. Yeah, go go ahead and roll me some insight checks to get a feel on if he's being truthful or not. Roll. There we go. Um, I got a natural 20. Do you want the 
modifier, Plus a, yes. That's a 23. I got an 11. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Garatha, you are not getting any, like the part where he's like, we don't have to tell mm-hmm. the Duke that he's, who he's meeting with. You can kind of tell that's kind of shady, but everything else that he's been saying, he's been, you can tell he's been very upfront. Okay. That he's very af- after Mendrick. That seems to be his prime Like his goal. one goal. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really care about anything else other than the mines because that's what's going to profit him later on. Correct. Okay. Hooray. So I think, I think, you know, we're, we're at a good spot. We need to discuss amongst ourselves. Do any of you guys have any other questions for him while we're here? This is probably what I'm going to notice, because that, <laughs> that one's MIA. Um, That's Boudreaux. Do you make any sort of, like, facial expression or anything like that, or just, like... I'm just going to casually roll my eyes and keep, like, glancing around the room. Okay, because I'm going to shake my by head this, at you. by this point, Roscoe is so used to people just walking <laughs> off <laughs> under his leadership <laughs> that he's like, it's, it's happened again, great. I mean, have you not connected to the dots? About that he's my dad? Because we've talked about it. Have we talked about it? Just barely. He's yeah. mentioned that it was his dad. He never said... He never said who oh, his dad was. He said his dad did sponsor... So-and-so. Uh, Kelvar. I don't know if Roscoe would have caught that in the heat of the discussion, to be honest. Like, he That's would have okay. remembered that, but in, in the heat of this discussion, and mm-hmm. you know where he's like, hey, we might be getting somewhere. Let's make this... Gotcha. That's why I did. I was just why I asked. So, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to just do a quick look around the room and be like, anyone got any other questions before we step out? Roll my eyes. Keep looking. Henley just shakes her head. Thank you for your time, sir. We will discuss this amongst ourselves and let you know. When would be a good time to come back? And discuss with you what has been said with Miss Glonquest and you hopefully in contact with your council member. I'm hoping this evening or maybe early morning. So if we plan to just meet up again first thing tomorrow morning, would you be okay with that? That would be perfectly fine. It'll give us time to have our conversations, eat, rest, ponder things over, sleep on it, come up with any other questions we might have. That would be perfectly fine. I... We'll have that information for you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, sir. Um, and hopefully, hopefully we can think make things work here. Um, and if you don't have anything else for us, we'll go ahead and excuse ourselves for the night. Yes. Enjoy the festivities outside. We'll do. We're staying at the. Where are we staying? The pencil shop. The pencil shop <laughs> by the wires and atramentum. Yeah, that place. So if you need us, that's where we'll be. If I find any information, I will send it there. Otherwise, I will see you in the morning. Thank you. Okay. You guys wander outside. Thrun opens the door for you guys, escorts you outside. And he closes the door behind him, but he stays inside. Thrun does. And out there, you do see Boudreaux. I was behind the door when he opened it. And then he closes it, and I'm like, hello. <laughs> oh, see, and all I can think of is, like, your hands go up, like, <laughs> I didn't do it. Don't I, don't, I don't do that. I'm just teasing. I just wanted to do that. Okay. But there's Boudreaux, nonetheless. Sniffing the flowers. So much. Trying to look. What, what oh, were man. you doing out here, Boudreaux? You know what I'm doing out here. I don't. Uh, what are you doing out here? That's his dad go, in there. Can we go somewhere else, please? All right. So you're going to start walking down the road. Probably um, cat. I, I'm i going to casually just start making my way to Miss Glonquest's. I keep okay. glancing behind me as we go. <laughs> Is there any discussions you want to have on the way to Aleem's? I mean, probably. <laughs> what do you guys talk about? Like, so uh, what do you guys think about that whole situation? Um, on the way, can I just fill in... Yeah, Boudreaux, but as Lila, because you know she sees Boudreaux and automatically gets all sorts of happy. I I, I think I'm gonna just kind of go one by one. So you know, look at Fenrir and be like, Fenrir, what do you feel about the whole situation? I mean, it's might be better than what Mendrick's doing. It's not ideal, but I mean, but if he forfeits the city, he's just buying the mines, then. Right. My question would be is do we even need him to buy? Like if she gets the – I just wonder what's going to happen after Aleem gets the 
the the meeting. The meeting with the Duke. Yeah, we can. I mean, that's that's probably something we need to see if we can get some answers from as well, because we haven't got much more than the meeting. So we'll head back that way and start with that with Miss Glonquest, and then go from there. I look, guys. I don't think this is a bad idea, but I have some like. I don't know. Oh, my dad. I just know that he's like. He does something shady sometimes when I was a kid. Maybe he don't do that no more. But I just don't trust him. But I mean, it, it might be better than Mandrake. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> well, now, sugar, I don't know. Garatha seems to trust him. Garatha's, uh, she, her daddy's had a lot of interactions with him professionally. And she doesn't think that it's a bad idea. And she was the one in there chatting mostly. So, but if you're apprehensive, it's something that needs to be voiced. Yeah, well, that is voiced. But, I mean, I guess I can't say I really know him much. I just, you know... The one thing I know is that he doesn't like Mendrick probably more than we don't like Mendrick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's solely based off of stealing clients, then they must have been some pretty high-value clients, right? Well, as far as I know, I mean, Garatha says that he probably would take any sort of client as stolen from him as a slat. He professionally i mean was always fair at, from what we've seen or what she's seen anyways i haven't seen anything but i i don't know he could have just taken anybody and been seen as a slight to him i also think he was just saying pretty words what he actually makes a deal with we don't really have a say but the hollow will be well that place will be free, not the mines, maybe. I Personally, as long as those people get to do what they want with the land that they have and the place that they have and everything's taken care of and they're not getting price gouged out there, I don't care who owns what. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't see them really being heartbroken about the mines. I mean, especially if, if he's willing to put them, you know, offer them jobs and pay them to work the land that they're already working now, they'll be making money off of it instead of just making the money to give to Mendrick. As so. long as it's fair, I don't care. Henley, did you have any other thoughts about that conversation or how do you feel about it? I'm apprehensive, but well, sugar, you're apprehensive about lots of things, though. So. You've been nice to her. <laughs> I didn't say anything wrong. Isn't she? <laughs> I mean, heck, she's been traveling with us this whole entire time, and it feels like she's apprehensive about our group she still. She had had a bad day, and he, like, grabs you on the shoulder. Oh, yeah, and she smells like roses, and she's going to stomp off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Boudreaux. <laughs> he bats you on the back. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. I am apprehensive about a lot of things because I've made big decisions before, and they didn't turn out great but it is ultimately when the main task we need to focus on today is a, getting a lean to the duke and he can help us with that and then the deal with the land being sold and the mines and all of that is just circumstantial a deal he can work out with the town and a we don't really have a part in it. No. I do think, though, if we get that far, we should do some sort of circumstantial contract saying if you, you know, if he agrees to, you know, move forward with this, at minimum, he's going to do a 20% cut versus what, you know, and and list everything that he's already stated in there to us and have us, you know, sign it so that basically witnessing, witnessing his his statement so that if he goes out there and we're not there, he can't go out there and 
change things. We've already said, you know, this is your testimony. This is your statement. This is what you've said. The minimum requirements that you've said, it's up to you guys to finish that deal. And if it goes through, great. If it doesn't, that's on you. Maybe we should have Robert write us something up. Maybe. so. But He's I think good with the numbers. I'm not. Ooh. <sighs> Hey, Robert. does anybody know anybody in the city? Since y'all have people that you know here, I don't know anybody. But since y'all have people that you know here, does anybody know anybody? Maybe that wizard friend of yours that you were getting buddy buddy chummy with, from what I hear. Could he like message Belrin? That's a magic thing that people can do, right? And just like get his input because I am just over this and I want it to be done. I mean, theoretically, there is magic that can do that. And I could ask and see I if just, he would be willing to talk to Bellerin. We're talking about all the circumstantial stuff, and we need to go talk to Miss Glonquist, crazy lady, about this stuff. I'm sorry, that was Garatha's words, not mine. Uh, we need to go talk to Miss Glonquist about this stuff, which is great. This is where we're going now. But if we have somebody who can get a message somewhere and back about this, we don't have to be the middleman anymore. I'm tired of constantly and i know this was my idea so i'm really sorry constantly being the middleman somewhere for something that we don't even know if we can do or not i mean it makes sense to me but i honestly think that once we get an audience with the duke for miss glomquest that we're no longer the middleman we're the what happens after that is out of our hands Get the the audience with the Duke. Get her to like whatever she decides after that. If she decides to continue to sell the Mendrick or go with Dwal, who's Boudreaux's dad. Shh! Don't nope. say that so loudly. You didn't catch that before, sugar. Nope. Oh, yeah. He's said that he was sponsoring somebody in there, and it just got all effort. Maybe it's just because I've. Seen him run off and skirt things so many times. I caught it. But I think, I mean, we could try to message Bellerin, but, I mean, what is Bellerin going to say? Like, At the very least, give him a heads yes, up. Yes, no. Mean, like, yeah, no, I, I just think you're more like, hey, this is what's going on. Because it's been uh, a while since we FYI, checked in. FYI, some dude's coming your way. You Don't. might have better luck with him. We're out. Bye. <laughs> well, and then if Make we sure can you get put a... Mendrick right out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then if we if we get a response, great, which would be optimal because we kind of know what he was feeling and what he was thinking to get some input there. But if we don't, at least we gave him a heads up. At least we let him know this is what's going on. This is what we found out. Just kind of check in. I mean, unless you want to write a letter, I can write a letter. I still wouldn't get to him real fast. Yeah, it, that's why I said this magic. If we know somebody who knows that type of magic, it might be beneficial. I don't know if any of you guys know. I don't know if you're. I would just assume that you're a wizard friend, though, because he. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can go talk to Kendall and see if we could get a message to Bellerin and just say, "Hey, we're we may be onto something. We're still looking into this. It could be the Iron Hills Guild that's gonna." Come yeah. in and help with the mind. Let's see what Miss Glonquist says and check in with them, and then let's go from there. What do you think, Roscoe? Sound? Yeah, sound that good? looks good. Sounds good. That way we can. I mean, if we do split party and stuff a little bit and go our ways this evening, and you go talk to your wizard friend, you at least know the same information that we're all going off of. So let's go. Okay, so you do arrive in front of the, the Glonquist house. Want to pick up my rock and throw it at the bell because the string's still broken. Ding, ding, ding. You're going to rock. <laughs> that such a dull bell. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I have better things than bell. to talk to you. Ding, Roscoe ding, ding. has thrown a rock at this bell. It probably has a dent in it. <laughs> <laughs> Soft throws. In translation of that, it's like, they're here again. <laughs> oh, another animated object. <laughs> Can I swipe and put it in my pocket? No, we're just Okay, uh, Bellerin, sorry, not Bellerin, Braunstrom. <laughs> what? Ta-da, here I am, God. Okay, we were just talking about you. This makes things so convenient. <laughs> so we're going to go off and do a thing, and we're going to go, bye-bye. <laughs> okay, Braunstrom walks out, and he's like, oh, yeah, comes out with the key, opens it, opens it up, 
escorts you inside. Yes. How? As, as we're walking inside, yep. I'm going to look up at him and be like, we lost, and keep walking inside. Ah. Well, you guys enter. He escorts you to kind of the seating area that you were. But there, you notice that there's other people there. <laughs> yes, let me introduce you to uh, Medrick Weather's family. Hmm. Can we not? This... <laughs> Do you actually say that? No. No. <laughs> Roscoe wouldn't say that. God, now's our chance to talk to him. <laughs> this is Joanna Weathers and their daughter, Grendel Weathers. Okay, now remind me. Sorry. Joanna me. is the wife. Grendel is the daughter. The wife of Mendrick, right? Correct. Okay. And this is my son, Noland. And he's the betrothed, right? He's... Correct. Nice. I'm Roscoe. Yes, these are the group that are from the Hollow. The group that your dad sent a bounty after. Do we actually know it was him? Excuse we don't know me? that, Roscoe. You're right. We don't. <laughs> He's just better. Just you see the him. wife just like looked super confused. <laughs> it's it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Like Great first impression. With a big Roscoe. forced smile. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Bronstrom was telling me that you are from the Hollow. Yes, we are. We've been traveling from there. We've been here for a few days and just hanging out. Yes, and my husband has spent much time there. But how how is he? He was well when we left. Good. Well, I do not mean to take up any of your time here. Um, Grendel, you can stay here, but I think I think I will leave. Oh. <laughs> Bye. Oh. So she gets up and and leaves. It was good to see you, Bronstrom, and I hope Aleem is doing well. Yes, she is asleep at the moment. Okay, it's my turn to disappear. I'm going to try and follow the Mendrick's wife. Oh, and I was just going to see if I could just escort her out. You both could if you want. Just grab an arm, both of you. No, like... Turn around. Before either of that, any of that happens, before any of that happens, okay. Roscoe's going to, you know, throw a pity party and, you know, feel bad about what he's done. So he's going to roll his eyes and he's going to turn around. Okay. And he's going to say, Miss Weathers, I apologize for my, my, my rude introduction. We're... Had some issues on the travels out here, and and it's not gone exactly our way or stay here um, with everything we've been trying to accomplish. And so I apologize for coming off as a grumpy little short man. You are forgiven. I know my husband isn't the nicest man. He's puts things over things that shouldn't be put over, but I, I do appreciate your apology. But if, if you excuse me, I, I, I do need to go. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs> Are you going to still try and follow? Yep. Okay, I'm going to stay then. Okay. Kind of see Ben Flint like start walking mm -hmm. that way, and you're like, oh, okay. Yep. I'm probably He's talking. He's going to go sing her a song. Okay, so bon Braunstrom escorts her there out. Uh, Fenrir, you kind of sneak by him and follow Joanne. Joanna. Before we do that conversation, we're going to go back inside. I'm already to... sat at the table. Okay, this is a seating area. There's no... We're in like... Oh. There's, there's some, like there's some drinks. There's some drinks Allowing. there. Oh. You can sit on the ground and sit on the coffee table. Yeah, yeah. he sits uh, by the coffee table and takes himself a drink. Okay. There's some drinks there. Um, Bronstrom comes back in and he's like, uh, yes. So you mentioned that you lost the tournament. Yeah. Um, unfortunately we didn't do as well as we were hoping, mm. but you know, we've, we tried. And so we came back to, um, talk with Miss Glonquest a little bit, if she's available. Uh, just the moment she is resting. Okay. Um, Hi, I'm 
I'm Lila. It's very nice to meet y'all. <laughs> You're talking to yes. Grendel and Noland? Yes. I'm over there, too. I mean, it, well, Grendel is being quiet, but Noland does speak up. He's like, yes, it's good to meet you guys. I have heard about you. Uh, only good things, I hope. Pleasant things. Oh, yes. you you can be honest, sugar. Not everything's Ooh, nasty. Oh yeah, tell us. I want to know. <laughs> you see, uh, Grendel like reach over and grab Nolan's hand, kind of like giving it a squeeze. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, we just been told not to talk to you guys. <gasps> oh, but who? who was it that told you that? And Grendel just goes like, Nolan, it's not it's not our place to be talking about this he's like okay um i mean it's all right is something wrong well i'd rather be upfront and honest with you guys if i am going to be kind of what running the hollow when when mr weathers um owns it um you you guys need to be Mind good. your own business. What? Ow. All right. So you're not a man of the people, eh? You I'm know the people that, like, live in your town? That, like, live there, can, you know? Like, could, like, lived they there can live there, but you don't need to come in here and try and take it out from underneath him. Okay, okay, okay. And no, try no, and wait. run it for yourselves. You, you got a point. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you mad. Okay, oh, no, I'm no, way no. mad. <laughs> it's all right, sugar. I got this. Try and go underneath him. You really think that if we thought that everything was going to be all right, that we would come in, we wouldn't voice our concerns prior to? This is just what I was told that Mr. Mendrick said that there was a group of people coming over here trying to take this away. And if, honestly, if I don't. You're right. I need the hollow. Okay, you need a hollow, the hollow because it sounds like you need it in with your father-in-law. We need the hollow because we live there. And you guys are more welcome to live there, but not coming in what? and taking it out under, from underneath Can I ask him. why you need the hollow? And he kind of looks at Grendel. You can see Grendel's a little frustrated, but just not, not saying anything. She's more not sad or just not uh, angry. She's just more melancholy and sad about the situation it's like it's my oppor- part of the deal is to roll me a persuasion check this is so tense but beautiful well, you know <laughs> I, I found Lila's soapbox Karatha needs to take over soon it's a solid <laughs> six okay it doesn't matter why it's important to me, but I am to run the hollow when, when Mr. Weathers takes it over, and I do not appreciate you from And what's the plan with the that, people that are there that are already running it? Well, they'll be... I'm just going to be representing Mr. Weathers in the decision-making. And what does representing look like? Because right now his representation... Is robbing them blind. It takes a lot of money and stuff to supply a place that far away especially with eagles that kind of thing's not not cheap no but you think you just want to that he wants to kill him sure don't help him but then don't starve him to death he's he's not starving them well, you sorry, i mean I'm the sorry. money i'm sorry sir have you been out there to see this personally have you no, been not out- yet right so why not take the opportunity from those people? I don't know if you've noticed or not. We all live there. Why not take the opportunity to try and see from somebody else's point of view? And our worries, if you really cared, what, see what we're apprehensive about before just jumping to conclusions. Which is the entire reason why we came out here to begin with. It wasn't to try and dupe anybody wasn't try to get anything out from any under anybody it was to try and voice our concerns as the person who currently owns that land that 
people live off of and have lived off of for years. We wanted to voice our concerns on behalf of those people. But think what you want. Can I do a persuasion check? Or can I do that? No, hold on just a second. Okay. Uh, Grindle speaks up and she's like, looks at Noland. That does kind of sound like my dad. And you see Noland kind of like surprised that she spoke up. But can I kind of just quietly nods and Grendel's is like, I, I know my dad is, is a little forceful. I mean, he only does the best that he can for his family. I, I have no doubt that he does everything that he does for his family. I know my dad is flawed. I know that he can be pushy but I don't think he has any ill intent towards the people I mean to be honest the only way that me and Nolan can get married is if he has the hollow he's forcing you to do that he's not forcing us to do anything he's just not letting it happen unless we won't have his blessing and we won't he'll disown me but that's manipulation. He just wants the best for me. He wants to make sure that my future's bright and happy. And Nolan having that such a good job like that to run, run his business there. I mean, that's all he wants for for me. He wants Look, to control you. I, I once lived a different life, and I was thought I was happy. But I had to leave that life, and it was a life of good. It was good, yeah. But, like, I found out life was a lot better when I had nothing but family. We don't have a lot of food, or we didn't, or whatever. But, like, what we did have was family. And living off the land and just doing our best, that was a better life than being forced to do what other people want me to, just so I can have what I want. Noland won't own the hollow. Your dad will. And Noland will be subject to what your father says. Another pawn. If you guys love each other, that's great. Go get married. You don't have your dad's blessing. Yeah, that's going to be rough. And you won't have anything, but you guys will have each other. And that's more important than anything else you could possibly have. But we ain't going to tell you what to do. But we have opinions, of course. (laughs) But you do what you think is best for you two. (laughs) There's lots of jobs in Avalon. There's lots of jobs in the hollow. You could live alone on a farm. (laughs) Nolan speaks up and he's like, All right, I I think we're done here. Um, Come on. Grendel, it's it's time for us to go. Can I ask you one question before you leave? He kind of just stops and... <sighs> what? And th- this has meant no ill will towards you or to anybody else. This is... Have you put yourself in their shoes? Have you thought about what the people in the hollow have already been through and what they've done for themselves and what they're trying to do? In a way, they may be apprehensive. They're refugees trying to build a city. This is nothing against you personally. I have nothing against you. I don't know you. But I have dealt with Mendrick. I've talked to him personally. And he may, somewhere inside of him, have, have that good intent. But he's not showing it. When you threaten to pull any aid out of a city because we're not cooperating with you. That's not being... Because you're not paying your bills. I had nothing... He can't waste we, money doing that. Grendel grabs his hand. He's like, honey, let's go. This, we, let's, let's go. We can't pay the bills if the price is so too high. 
That's what it. I mean, that that that's the problem. That's the issue. Is that Mendrick is charging such high prices, and I get he's bringing stuff in by Eagle because it's easiest. But if it's easiest, find a cheaper route, and you'll get your money. If you, know, you want your work, supplies work. rated by the Trigrovin. All right, guys. All that, right. That's Let enough. him think. Let, Let him, him think. Go. Let him go. Come on. Come on, Nolan. And they they walk out. Fenrir, we will get to Joanna's and Fenrir's conversation next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. What an intense, tense thing going on. I like it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. A big shout out to D.A. Nichols for writing the, the music you are listening to right now. Uh, check out her RPG at Shields of Power at drivethroughrpg.com. Also, don't forget our sponsor, Nerd Alert Treasures. Woohoo! Heard you, if, you write, if you do the promo code TOMIES, you will get 15% off her merchandise. That's Nerd Alert Tre- Treasures. It's in the show notes if you want to look at it. Also, hit us up on social medias. Tomes of the Chaos Bard at Twitter, social, uh, Instagram, all that fun stuff. With that, I am DM Dave, and to the le- right we have <laughs> uh, Fenrir, Roscoe, Lila Grotha, Boudreau, and Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye. Mm-hmm.